Hello and welcome to Vipers Voices, the podcast of the Desert Vipers, a side that plays in the UAE's own 2020 cricket league, the DP World ILT20. And in this episode, we speak with the Vipers' new recruits, Phil Salt and Sam Curran, the England internationals who've flown in from the SA20 in South Africa to bolster the side's roster in the run-in to the end of the regular season of the DP World ILT20. Wicketkeeper batter Phil has arrived from Pretoria Capitals and all-rounder Sam has joined from MI Cape Town and both of them are experienced internationals. Both were part of the England squad that lifted the T20 World Cup in Australia in 2022, with Sam being named player of the tournament on that occasion and more recently Phil was absolutely superb in the T20i series against the West Indies in the Caribbean in December when he scored 200s at the top of the order and made more than 20 twice as many runs as any player from either team. The good news for them both, as they touch upon in our chat that follows, is that they've got time to get their feet under the table with a couple of training sessions after arriving before they have to get their teeth into two massive matches, the first of which is against Dubai Capitals at the Dubai International Stadium on Friday evening, February the 9th. The Vipers' final two group matches are against the Capitals and the Sharjah Warriors. It means that two wins should be enough for a place in the playoffs, but it also means that every game is a virtual knockout from here on in. What that should produce is compelling cricket, and if you want to watch the matches against the Capitals or against the Warriors at the Sharjah Cricket Stadium, then it couldn't be easier to get hold of tickets. You can do so via the ILT20 website, that's www.ilt20.ae, or from any Virgin Megastore in the UAE. Now, let's catch up with the Vipers' new boys. Phil and Sam, welcome to the Desert Vipers. Both of you have come from SA20. Phil, you've come from the Pretoria capital. Sam, you've come from MI Cape Town. How did your moves to the Vipers come about? Phil, first of all. Crowy, obviously one of the coaches here, gave me a text and asked if I was available. Um, and then from there, it was it was done pretty quickly. Obviously keen to play some cricket, so got over as quick as I could. What about you, Sam? Yeah, pretty similar. Um, uh, I guess... Myself and Salty, our teams in South Africa didn't do the best. Um, we unfortunately got knocked out before the before the uh, semi-finals. Um, but once we're out, um, Moods got in touch a, a guy I know really well, um, and yeah, I thought it was a no-brainer to come to a, a setup that um, obviously I know quite a few people here as well. Phil, you kept wicket in the SA20, uh, and you did so during England's T20i tour of the West Indies in December. Have you been told about your role in this tournament? Do you expect to keep? Not as yet, not really had any of those conversations. We haven't had a training session yet. Hopefully, you know, we've got two before the game. I'll have time to have those chats with the coaches and, and figure out um, exactly how the land lies in terms of, you know, roles, batting, keeping. So, you know, not too sure at the moment. What about your experience of UAE conditions? Uh, Sam, uh, I think you missed the T20 World Cup in 2021 when it was here through uh, injury. What experience do you have of these conditions, if I can start with you, Sam? A fair bit. Um, during COVID, I played quite a lot of the IPL um, here with Chennai, uh, probably 
quite a few games actually various grounds Abu Dhabi um, Dubai and Sharjah so I guess grounds we're pretty familiar with but um, obviously it's a different time of year so it will be conversations like Salty said we haven't had we're going to be training this afternoon which will be exciting um, chat to the local guys and guys that have been playing this tournament but um, we play so much cricket now so I guess the conditions are we'll have to adjust pretty quick and, and learn but um, they're great stadiums great um, great competition so looking forward to it and Phil, what about you in UAE conditions? It's similar to Sam, to be honest. I've played, you know, a few years of PSL out here, um, a couple of T10s as well. Played at all the venues, so you know, it's obviously it changes a little bit. But you know, coming out here, you, you can obviously rely on past experiences quite a lot. So you know, I think we've had plenty of games between us. So hopefully, it's nothing out of the ordinary. Have you been following the tournament, both of you? It's not easy, I realise, given you've been playing in a completely different tournament, the SA20 in South Africa. Phil, have you been following this tournament at all? I have. Um, you know, obviously, you, you're a little bit more zoned into, you know, where I was in SA, you know, given my full sort of attention and efforts to that team. But, you know, I always had an eye on on how the Vipers were getting on. So it's, um, it's good to finally be here. What about you, Sam? Have you been following what's been happening? Yeah, similar. I think um, the timings of the games were pretty similar times, but um, I guess whenever you come off the field and you're back at the hotel, it's always good to watch the highlights or watch the, check the scores because you've got a lot of people here that you play with as well. So um, yeah, it's been obviously similar times, but definitely keep 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 my eye on what's been happening. So, um, but it's cricket at the moment; it's extremely busy. So um, you just got to do focus on what's in front of you, I guess. Well, you both played in last year's IPL. Sam, you played at the Punjab Kings and Phil, you were at the Delhi Capitals where the impact player was used. Here it's called the super sub. What do you make of it? Um, I think I think it's good for the spectator. I think obviously it gives you an extra chance to sort of get someone into the game that otherwise, you know, wouldn't have had a chance. Um, you know, long term, you know, will teams develop as many all-rounders or you know people in those sort of positions with with two roles um, I'm not too sure but for now it's something that I do enjoy playing the game where you can swap specialist batters out for specialist bowlers it's the death of the all-rounder isn't it Sam <laughs> well um, I think it's it's cricket isn't it it's moving forward moving quickly I think tournaments are getting quite creative um, like Salty said it's an opportunity for teams to use their strategy and I guess if you if you lose a few early wickets you can tactically bring in an extra batter and vice versa if you bat really well you can bring in a bowler so um, I think it's creative I think um, who knows in the future it might be they might do more of those so um, I guess it's just you got to keep moving with the game and um, I think it's exciting for teams because it's quite a strategical move but at the same time I think if your team's playing well I think some teams may not offer to even use it. Sam, your brother Tom was a key part of the Vipers squad in season one of the DP World ILT20 in the drive to the final. Tom's not here this time through injury. What can you tell us about his situation at the moment? Yeah, he's going He's going as well as he can, I think. Um, obviously, he's gutted not to be here. He was actually someone I spoke to about coming here. He um, obviously said great things about the, about the franchise. So um, he's recovering well. He obviously left the Big Bash early to sort out his... Um, injury but um, speak to him regularly and um, he's recovering well so um, fingers crossed he'll be back on the park soon. Phil 
you were sensational before Christmas in that T20I series in the West Indies, 200s at the top of the order. Have you got any idea about what your batting role might be? Would you expect to open here? I'd imagine it would be top order, you know, whether that's opening or whether that's three. You know, I'd imagine it would be somewhere around there. But again, you know, anywhere anywhere I can do a job for the team, I'm happy to do it. I've batted middle order in the past, so I suppose we'll have to wait and see. Were you looking, for, looking forward to the prospect of batting with Alex all the yeah, same? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, it's not something I've done a lot of. We've, we've not really played on the same team too much apart from for England. So, no, it's, he's, um, he's a good partner to bat with. He's not too intense. He sees the light side of things. So, hopefully, if that is the partnership, that'll, um, that'll go well for us. And he'll probably get you on the golf course as well, I would imagine. Oh, I can't see it. I can't see it. He <laughs> takes it a bit too seriously for me. <laughs> Sam, what about death bowling? Because that's one of your uh, fortes, I guess. Um, would you be would you up, be up for that? Yeah, of course. Um, like Salty said, I think the roles will become a lot clearer this afternoon, I guess. But um, having seen the bowling group here at the Vipers um, during the tournament, it's, been an, it's actually been a very pretty special group to watch. I think. Um, I think that first couple of games when you had like Shaheen was over and all these boys that were here that you don't usually see playing much franchise cricket. I thought the bowling lineup was special and obviously the guys that are still here, there's obviously a few England England teammates with Woody and um, Tamal here as well. So um, that's exciting. Um, and then obviously other players that I haven't played with before. So um, whatever role you get given, I'll be more than willing to try and take it on. So I'm very excited to be a part of that that bowling group because, um, yeah, it looks it's an exciting group. And another left armour. Uh, yeah. It's quite incredible the way uh, Tom Moody and James Foster have assembled you, isn't it? Because in addition to you, Mohamed Amir, Sheldon yeah. Cottrell, Tamal Mills, Luke Wood, you've mentioned. Is is there something special about being a left armour in the shortest form of the game? Well, I don't really know, but um, it would certainly be my first time playing with a few left armers. I think I don't think I've ever played with more than one, but um, I always make a joke when I'm playing with right arm bowlers. The footholes are always quite nice on on my side of the crease because there's no one bowling that side. But I think maybe in the next few games that might change. So um, I guess, yeah, like you said, a lot of experience there. And um, yeah, maybe the, the coaching group, yeah, like a left armer. But um, I think T20 cricket's all about execution, isn't it? What about from a batting point of view, uh, Phil, with all the left armers that the Vipers have got, is it a particularly difficult task to face a whole load of left armers, getting the ball across you as a right-hander? Uh, it can be. I think it's a very individual thing that, you know, you've got guys whose you know, average and strike rates might dip against left-arm seamers and then you've got other guys and it goes through the roof. So it's, it's a little bit horses for courses. In terms of both of you, obviously you'll be aware that the Vipers have been struggling for consistent form this season, as have all the sides, I guess, in the tournament, apart from MI Emirates. There are two regular season games left against Dubai Capitals and Sharjah Warriors, and it may well be that the side needs to win both of those games to qualify for the final series. How do you feel about that prospect, uh, Phil, first of all? It's it's a challenge. Um, you know, as professional sportsmen, that's, that's something we look forward to, you know, I suppose one of the one of the pitfalls is come in and just want to shoot the lights out in two games and you know show everybody how good you are. But I think the real skill in a situation, you know, if we have to win two from two, is just not to change anything, just to come in, be yourself, and do what you know you can do and try and perform as to the best of your ability. And then if you do that, then you know, hopefully the outcome will take care of itself. 
Sam, you've always been someone who's, who's relished those sorts of pressure situations. I, I guess here's another opportunity for you now. Yeah, exactly. I think um, that was part of why I found it quite exciting to come to the Vipers. I think the situation, having looked at the table, I think chatting to Moods, chatting to Fozzie, it's what we want to win too, of, of course. But um, I think the worst part is looking at the table sometimes. I think you've just got to focus on our first game on on Friday. And then, um, like Salty said, we we obviously want to come in and make an impact straight away, but um, we, we won't put pressure on ourselves. It's about maybe just getting into the tournament and filling those gaps that hopefully the team needed. And um, yeah, fingers crossed we sit here in a three or four days time having qualified for the for the knockouts. But um, yeah, I think it's exciting. We love to play in group uh, group games that have got a lot more on it. So um, fingers crossed we start with a win. I'll ask both of you this as well, because you've just alluded to it yourself, Phil. How difficult or how easy is it to, to parachute in at this stage uh, of a tournament to get the culture of a squad, to find your feet in different conditions than those you've been playing in. Do you think you'll be able to make that transition easily? Obviously, you've both played for multiple teams on, on the T20 circuit over the years. I think that the way the schedule's going, a lot of I know a couple of guys have flown in from the SA League and had to play straight away. You know, I think we're quite lucky schedule-wise that we've got two training sessions uh, before our first game, so we've got the chance to sort of get ready. I, I can imagine it's little bit more of a challenge when you've got to come in from somewhere else um, slightly underprepared in the conditions I I can understand that'd be pretty tough but I I think we're quite lucky with where we're at at the moment Um, but it's it's all based around the schedule you know the schedule's getting tougher and tougher as a player to sort of manage a year and manage your own performance at times so um, you know I think we're very lucky we've got the two training days before we have to go out there. Sam, from your perspective, just coming into a new team, even though your brother's played here before and you know quite a few people here, how easy or how difficult is it? Um, I think it is difficult, but um, I guess the lucky thing about franchise cricket is, and, and especially this team, and part of my decision was, I know a lot of people, like you said, um, Azama Moods, my bowling coach at Surrey, Moods is the Invincibles coach, a lot of people and obviously a lot of England teammates here. So I feel like that was a no-brainer, really, I think. Salty's point on training will be great because we can get down there, meet the meet the team and guys that we don't really know, um, just break that barrier of where it's a bit um, a bit silent between guys you don't know and chat to them. But um, I think it should be pretty easy, especially with a few sessions before the first game. So um, yeah, I'm not too worried about that. Is it an advantage or a disadvantage from your perspective to be facing people that you know very well? You've played England cricket with, you've played uh, around the world with and against. Is that a, a plus or a negative? I think it can be a bit of both. Um, you know, obviously, when you're playing against lads you've played for England with and play for your counties and even in the hundred with, you know, I feel like you know what they're going to go to under pressure a lot better than you know maybe lads that you haven't played alongside. Um, then again, they can always bluff you. They can always do something completely different because they know what you're lining up for. So I don't think it's any easier or harder. I think it just changes the cat and mouse ever so slightly. Do you do you enjoy that sort of stuff, Sam? Yeah, I, I think Salty nailed it. I think um, it is. it can go both ways. There's days where you get one over your teammate and you can brag about it, but um, the next game he's, he'll have your badge. So um, I guess it can go both ways, but I think it's whoever handles the the fun emotion side of it and doesn't get carried away will be the one who wins that battle. But um, I think that's the great thing about it. There's so many opportunities about 
going out there and um, we know these next couple of games there'll be a lot of guys who know us so and we know them so I guess it's just crunch time and whoever performs the best. But there's no secrets these days, are there, Phil, in international cricket or even franchise cricket? Everyone knows everyone now, don't they? That's exactly it. And, and even if you don't know someone, you'll, you'll have a load of information on that person. So there's, um, there's certainly no place for secrets. Both of you, we, we've spoken to several players about the fact that this is the toughest domestic T20 tournament in the world because of the numbers of overseas players in each team. From the outside looking in, is that a fair assessment? Uh, we haven't played in it, so we can't, I, well, I personally don't think I, we can comment. But um, look, the teams are very strong. I think we've just come from South Africa where the teams, I thought, in the standard of the competition was very high. And unfortunately, our team didn't qualify. So I guess I thought the quality of most franchise tournaments now is very high because quality of players coming everywhere is very good. And um, yeah, we come into this tournament where the rules are slightly different with a lot more overseas players. Um, I guess... Having not played, and I can't really say yet, but um, we'll be able to tell you hopefully when we when we lift the trophy in ten days' time. <laughs> Phil, yeah, it's a strange one. Obviously, having not played in the competition before, you know, it's, it's tough to comment. But that's a lot of overseas, so I don't. It's obviously the most of any league in the world. So you'd have to say the standard's going to be right up there. Um, I'm just looking forward to to playing in now and actually having a look for myself. Well, you were both opponents, the two of you, sat next to each other as Vipers players now, in the final of the 100 last season as Oval Invincibles beat the Manchester Originals. What does it feel like to be on the same side now at, at franchise level? Yeah, it's good. Um, obviously, no Salty pretty well. Like I said, we're playing a lot together now with England and Salty's obviously been doing very well with the England setup. So um, it's great to be back together playing and um, to be joining a lot of England familiar faces and the Vipers setup. So... Um, Hopefully we can both contribute to the to the team starting on Friday. Are you looking forward to having this man on your side now, uh, Phil? I am. <laughs> if that's one thing that I'd say is, you know, everyone knows what Sammy's like and he competes. Um, you know, and that's, in my opinion, that's the number one thing you sort of look for in a teammate. Someone who, you know, every time they cross the line gets stuck in and competes for the side. So very much looking forward to play alongside him. And of course, it it, it would be impossible to look at this tournament in isolation. Let's look forward as well, finally. How important are performances in this tournament to both of you, given it's a T20 World Cup year? Yeah, personally, very important. I think um, the messaging from, especially from the England side of things, is go out and try and be the, the best player and win win games of cricket for your, for your franchise that you're playing in. So um, obviously the main focus right now is to win games for the Vipers. But um, I guess... Any time you're doing well and contributing to the team is going to obviously benefit your your England chances and form going into World Cups. So um, yeah, personally, it's it's a great opportunity. Just that's why I think we both probably did it was kind of come and play some cricket and um, give our best, keep keep improving, keep getting better, heading into a World Cup year. And Phil, obviously, you were brought up in in the Caribbean. Uh, you had a fantastic series before Christmas. It must be difficult for you just to put all that to the back of your mind and the fact that the World Cup is coming up in the Caribbean later in the year and, and, and focus on the here and now? Or is it easy? To be honest, it's something that comes quite naturally to myself. I, I don't like you know, looking too far into the future, but I think that's when you, know, you, you almost cause yourself to trip up. Um, for me, it's one game at a time. It's always been like that in my head and, and that next game is the Capitals. Phil Salt and Sam Curran. 
eager to get going with preparations for Friday's match against the Dubai Capitals and to make their marks on the DP World ILT20. And that's your lot for another episode of Vipers Voices. A reminder that the side's next match, its penultimate encounter of the regular season, is against the Dubai Capitals in Dubai on Friday the 9th of February, with a place in the end-of-season playoffs very much up for grabs. Tickets are available for that match via the ILT20 website and also at all Virgin Megastores throughout the UAE. We'll have further build-up to that match here on Vipers Voices, so make sure you subscribe to this podcast for all the latest news from inside the Vipers camp. Don't forget, too, that you can follow the Vipers' every move on all the major social media platforms. For now, then, this is Brian Murgatroyd saying, as ever, thanks so much for listening.